Welcome to the One Two Three podcast here, presented by Legendary Sports Network. I'm Michael Leshmagoon from the Mike and Micah podcast. This is a new podcast that we are adding to our network with wrestling news, everything from WWE. We have a spectacular episode today. I'm writing solo for the first episode, but usually it's going to be me and LQ uh, from the Mike and Micah podcast. We'll be doing this podcast together. WrestleMania is tonight, so we'll probably have a podcast tomorrow, basically or a recap of everything that has happened so far, where exactly um, the WWE stands now after this, and our assessments of what is going to go on during Monday Night Raw and Tuesday uh, Night Smackdown after WrestleMania. So, there's a lot to get to today. There are a lot of matches, going to run through them, give you my predictions, and exactly what I think is going to happen. But first, I want to start with what I believe the state of WWE is at the moment. For WWE, I think it's been been okay. They've had great storylines, but they haven't told the stories well. With Becky Lynch, I was very excited about this story, about her, Ronda Rousey. But it just seems like we've gotten too much discussion, too too many months of the same thing happening. Oh, I'm the man fighting the cops, this and that. I'm just ready for the match to go on. And I think the same thing happened with the Kofi Kingston, uh, Kofi Kingston, Dan O'Brien storyline. They both were great competitors. We're going to be able to tell a great story. But for the past two weeks, we've gotten gauntlet matches. I don't want to see a gauntlet match. Like, what was the, what was the importance? What was the point of that? So I think WWE is in a point right now where they need to, they need to figure it out. They need to know how to tell a story correctly. They're, they have done some things well, like I said, with the rise of Becky Lynch and realizing that Kofi Mania was taking over. It's great, but I want them to be able to tell stories before we can finally get into situations where I'm very ecstatic on the WWE product. But with that being said, WrestleMania is tonight. This is a podcast that is dropping right before WrestleMania, getting your last minute predictions in. I want to start with the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal. So, this is going to be on the kickoff show. Here we have already confirmed entrances with Braun Strowman, Michael Che, Colin Jost, uh, Apollo Crews, Titus O'Neil, and anybody else who doesn't really have a big, uh, a big important role in today's show. I want to start with this, with talking about Braun Strowman. Probably one of the hottest competitors coming out of SummerSlam. We thought that Braun Strowman was going to be poised to probably win a championship at WrestleMania. And if not win a championship, he'll be in a very important match. The fact that now that Braun Strowman is on a kickoff show, it's disappointing. I think Braun Strowman deserves a lot more than a kickoff show and being in a storyline with two guys from SNL. Yeah, I love Michael Che and Colin Jost. They've done uh, an amazing job like with this storyline. But this should be with somebody like Titus O'Neil or uh, Jinder Mahal or somebody that's up and coming, not a supposed superstar, a supposed to beast that doesn't lose in uh, Braun Strowman. Braun Strowman could have faced Drew McIntyre. Braun Strowman could have faced so many other people. But instead, he is in a battle royal. With that being said, I do hope that he wins this battle royal. Um, I hope that he is able to come over. Or probably he'll end up losing in some wacky way to... Uh, Michael Che and Colin Jost just because that's been the storyline going on which 
I mean, I don't really like, but that's what the, that's the story WWE wants to tell right now. With the Women's Battle Royal, we have uh, Asuka, Carmella, Naomi, Lana, Mandy Rose, and other women that don't have an important match on Sunday. I think Asuka's winning this. The fact that her WWE title is off of her right now is ridiculous. I, <laughs> I don't know what WWE was thinking there. With bringing the titles together, it doesn't make a lot of sense because... If Fox and USA are going to be splitting and SmackDown and Raw are going to two separate brands, why wouldn't you have two separate women's champions? Are we going to have now one champion that's going to be switching from both sides, uh, assuming whoever that wins that match, which we'll get to later in this podcast? I assume so. Or are they going to re-split the championship belts again? There, I mean, there are a lot of questions going into this uh, with the women's belt that I don't really understand and don't under and. I'm trying to figure out why Asuka was even giving her the belt to be taken off on a random uh, SmackDown. I don't know. But I think that because she's lost that belt, she wins this. And maybe he's the number one person to face whoever wins the WWE Women's Championship. I'll get to my prediction uh, with that later. But both of those are on the kickoff show. And then um, another one on the kickoff show, we have... The Cruiserweight Championship, Buddy Murphy versus Tony Nese. The Cruiserweights uh, to, on 205 Live haven't really, it hasn't really been popping. I don't know what's going on. There's not really much excitement with this, but I think I like Buddy Murphy in this match. I just like what they've been doing with his storyline. I think it's going to continue, and that's really all I have on the Cruiserweight. 205 Live hasn't really been a mainstay to me, so I, I, I go with Buddy Murphy here of just uh, what I've heard. Then we get into the Raw Tag Team cha- uh, Championship. We have the Re- Revival versus Zack Ryder and Kurt Hawkins. Uh, I mean, Zack Ryder, I love him. I love what the Revival have been doing. Um, this is this is this is an interesting one. Uh, Zack Ryder really hasn't been on the big stage, and he has had that Intercontinental win. I think a couple WrestleManias ago, maybe a SummerSlam where he, he did a lot of good things there, and it would be nice to see him win. Uh, the Revival, their storyline has been okay. They've just been basically facing every single tag team on Monday Night Raw. Nothing real, No real beef with the Revival at this moment. Uh, but I could see Kurt Hawkins finally breaking his, uh, undef- his, streak of, his losing streak of not winning, the game, uh, not winning the match, and this could be the perfect opportunity for two guys that aren't really big uh, stays on Monday Night Raw to have a potential WrestleMania moment. So that should be interesting. The tag team championship match that I'm excited about has to deal with the Usos versus Ricoch- Ricochet and Aleister Black versus The Bar versus Rusev and Shinsei Nakamura. Before I start this breakdown of this match, I I want to talk about uh, Rusev and Shinsuke Nakamura. With Shinsuke, he was WWE champ. He turned heel, uh, and he became, I believe, the USA championship, USA champion, and now he's in a tag team match. That's okay. I would love to see Shinsuke probably be on a bigger stage, but you only have so many belts. You'll have so many matches, so pair him with Rusev, that's fine. Personally, for me, I'd just love to see Shinsuke Nakamura on a bigger stage. With this, I believe Ricochet and Aleister Black have to take this championship. They lost uh, on NXT TakeOver on Friday, which was amazing. 
probably talk about tomorrow talk about that uh on our recap of WrestleMania tomorrow. Um they lost to the War Raiders. It was a great match, but I think they lost because since they're already basically on the main roster, this will be like their culmination of okay, we're now SmackDown. We're now on SmackDown and SmackDown Champions. So I'm hoping Ricochet and Aleister Black win this. The Usos great 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 champions. They're they're going to get a run anytime that they want to. Give it to Ricochet and Aleister Black. Let them have a WrestleMania moment since they won't have that excitement of being called up on the Raw after WrestleMania or uh, the SmackDown after WrestleMania there. Next, we're going to Kurt Angle versus Baron Corbin. Kurt Angle's retirement match, his farewell match against Baron Corbin, who uh, we've seen them have situations in the past where uh, Kurt Angle was the general manager, then Baron Corbin became the general manager and basically tried to he was messing with Kurt Angle, and this is his way of saying goodbye. Um, personally, for me, I would love to see John Cena being put into this match instead of Baron Corbin. Maybe he beats him up. Uh, he comes in, and jo- uh, John Cena loses to Kurt Angle in his uh, last match. But if that's not the case, Kurt Angle's winning this match. This is his retirement match. It's farewell match. He can barely move anymore, so I'm expecting this to be a rather quick one. And we can go ahead and end off Kurt Angle's career on a high note there as he leaves the wrestling ring. So besides that, if I don't get to see John Cena, I'll be fine with just seeing Kurt Angle just go ahead and win clean in a couple of minutes there. Because Baron Corbin, I do believe he's poised for a very big next year with uh, what him and Drew McIntyre have been doing together. So I would love to see a little bit more of that there. With the next match, we have uh, The Miz versus Shane McMahon. Falls count anywhere. This is The Miz's match. Uh, the Miz is going to have that WrestleMania moment. Shane McMahon doesn't really need a win. Uh doesn't really need to win a lot of big matches, and he usually doesn't. Uh, with The Miz and Shane McMahon here, it's been a nice feud. Uh, the Miz is right now my favorite wrestler in the WWE. No one's better on the mic. Nobody is uh, has more charisma in the ring. He's also pretty amazing, so I think that's going to be going to be fun. We're going to see a big spot here from Shane McMahon. It's it's, it's always a guarantee when Shane McMahon is in a pay per view, you get one type of crazy spot that. You're holding your breath that he doesn't hurt himself, but I think the Miz gets this, uh, gets this match here. Then we have the women's tag team championship. <clears throat> Excuse me, Sasha Banks and Bailey versus Beth Phoenix and Natalia versus Nia Jax uh, and Tamina Snooker versus the Iconics. With this, uh, I think since the women's tag team championship was just one, I think Sasha and Bailey just keep this just for. Just because they haven't really had enough of a story with it. I don't have much more on that besides I just don't see them losing since they've just won it. I mean, the Boston Hug Connection has been... They've been nice. I'd hate the name, but besides that, it's been cool. And I think to see them keep that championship and have their WrestleMania moment is 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 nice. Um, next, we have the U.S. Championship match. Samoa Joe, Samoa Joe versus Rey Mysterio. Uh, don't know if we don't know yet if Rey Mysterio is fully going to be competing in this match. I've heard some things, but I do expect him to be. Uh, I do expect him to be there. He injured his ankle on Monday night, but I I do believe that he'll be at the match on Sunday. Samoa Joe is going to win this. I don't think uh, they're going to have. They have enough baby faces winning in the big matches that they need a heel to go ahead and win. And for me, that is going to be. That's going to be. Uh, Samoa Joe as that heel that retains the title. 
for the Intercontinental Championship, Finn, Bobby Lashley, Bobby Lashley, the champion, versus Finn Balor, the Demon King. Finn Balor does not lose as a demon. Uh, Bobby, La- I, I didn't understand why his Intercontinental Championship was taken away from him in the first place. It didn't make any sense at all. But the fact that he is now able to come back as the demon and win that championship, it will be very fun. Uh, I don't really see Bobby Lashley winning this just because we, we know that Finn Balor really loses the demon and on Monday Night Raw, as we saw, he did win uh, He did win that match. Uh, he did um, reveal that he was going to be the Demon King in the match. Triple H versus Batista, no holds bars match, and this is for Triple H's career. Bati- Triple H has never beaten Batista, so this this is showing that Triple H is going to win. Uh, the storyline for this match has been very, very interesting. I think uh, I think Triple H and Batista started off very hot with beating up Ric Flair on his 70th birthday. I, I mean, there's not much that you can uh, you can top there with beating a legend up uh, with Batista doing that. But since then, it's been kind of boring, which because we never really get Triple H and Batista in the same ring, either Triple H is only coming out or it's Batista via satellite. And I think if they had more time in the ring, we would have had a, had a lot more fun uh, with that match there. And uh, it's still going to be two greats going at it. So I'm always excited for a match, um, a match like that. Then we have AJ Styles versus Randy Orton. This has been a, a cool a cool build here with Randy Orton saying that I am like basically the WWE, the company, because AJ Styles is saying that SmackDown is the house that AJ Styles built. But like AJ Styles is saying, uh, like Randy Orton saying that there's no shot that's the case. I've been bred through this company. I've been at the top and you're nowhere close, so don't even say such a thing. AJ Styles from the indies worked his way up and it's basically the establishment versus the Indies, and it's going to be a great match. Um, I like Randy Orton to win this match, just uh, just to maybe keep the storyline going. And also, I don't think that they want again. Un- they need a, a good amount of heels to win, so just not a totally feel good uh, pay per view. Next up, we have Roman Reigns versus Drew McIntyre. This is I- I'm so excited for this match, not because of the story that they told, but that Roman Reigns is back and he's been able to. Come back from the uh, uh, lymphoma uh, that he announced a couple months ago, and seeing that he's back on, he's in remission and has beaten this cancer is definitely amazing and nice to see. Uh, Drew McIntyre, he has to be a champion pretty soon, as I think he's going to become the number one heel in the company. He's amazing. He's reinvented himself, and I'm excited to see where this can go. I hope they have another match just because they can keep going without the belt. I don't want them to bring Roman back uh, so soon and put him back into that spotlight where everybody is now tired of getting booing Roman. Let them go without a belt for at least a, maybe a month or two, and then you can shotgun Roman Reigns into that uh, title picture again. After that, we're getting into the big time matches, the champ, the big championship matches, and I want to start with Daniel Bryant versus Kofi Kingston. This match is. Uh, it's very important to me. It's the match I'm looking forward to the most. But Daniel Bryant and Kofi Kingston, for me, should be the match that ends WrestleMania. I totally understand the women's revolution, and I've been a complete supporter about it. I love Becky Lynch. Ronda Rousey's been cool. And Charlotte Flair, she's the queen. She's the best wrestler, uh, best women's wrestler in WWE right now. 
but Kofi mania has taken over. It's as simple as that. Kofi has taken over the WWE. And I understand that going into WrestleMania, the plan was to have the women's match end. And that's all good and fun. But to have Kofi Kingston raise that championship at the end of the end of the night with banners, balloons, confetti, pyro, everything. I would it would it would be so exciting for me. Um Kofi Kingston would be, I think, maybe the second or the third uh African American to hold that uh the WWE championship belt. So it means a lot for the black community. I would love to see Kofi Kingston win. I would also love to see maybe the New Day turn on Kofi Kingston. If Kofi Kingston doesn't win, you have uh, Big E and Xavier Woods turn on Kofi and help Daniel Bryant win so that Kofi can chase a little bit more before he wins the championship. I would also be fine with that, but I believe WWE will not mess this one up and Kofi Kingston will be your WWE champion. We have the Universal Championship with Brock Lesnar versus Seth Rollins. Brock Lesnar the champ, Seth Rollins, uh, Seth Rollins, number one contender, won the battle uh, WWE at the Royal Rumble and decided to face Brock Lesnar for his championship. This is interesting because we've had we've had our rumors about Brock Lesnar potentially going back to the UFC. Uh, I think a lot of WWE fans are tired of not seeing a fighting champion on Monday Night Raw that we only see Brock Lesnar maybe once every three, four weeks or before big pay-per-views. And if Seth Rollins can win this, it'll be I think it'll be good for WWE's brand to have their champion go ahead and be there every week fighting open challenges. I think Seth Rollins wins this match. I, I just, I don't know if it's, it's the right call, but it's a call that I'm making just because I don't want to see Brock Lesnar at all anymore in the WWE. Let him go to uh, the UFC. Let him fight Daniel Cormier. Let him, let him do something else. But Paul Heyman, you're great. You're amazing. You're a Hall of Famer. Brock Lesnar is also a Hall of Famer, but I just want to see something different with the WWE Championship now. But as you know, Vince loves the Beast. He loves the superstars. But he loves them so much that Braun Strowman right now is still in a battle royal. Doesn't make any sense to me. And then we're ending this preview pod with a winner takes all the main event of WrestleMania Ronda Rousey versus Charlotte Flair versus Becky Lynch Ronda Rousey the Monday Night Raw champion Charlotte Flair the SmackDown championship it is a winner's take all the belts will be unified and we get to see an amazing match um this storyline has been has been something. I was excited when Becky Lynch they were invading uh she SmackDown Superstar invading Raw uh Survivor Series great time. And then she became the man and since then it's been the same thing every single week. And I'm tired of it, honestly. That's why I wanted Kofi to end off <laughs> I wanted Kofi to end off WrestleMania just because I am tired of seeing Becky Lynch saying, you guys are trying to do this to me. You guys are trying to do that to me. Charlotte Flair, I'm the queen. Uh, Ronda Rousey, I'm the baddest woman on the planet, blah, 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 blah. It, I, I, enjoy, like, I enjoy it, but I think I would have liked to see maybe Becky Lynch actually get suspended for a month. We don't see Becky Lynch on TV for a month. We know that this, this match is looming, 
or they don't interact with each other on Monday night and SmackDown through, uh, throughout this whole thing. But on Monday night, we saw them get arrested again, and they fought for 10 minutes. We went to commercial break, and then they came back breaking through windows. That was cool, but I still wasn't excited for it because I, I've seen all of these situations before. Uh, with that being said, I think Becky Lynch is going to be that feel-good moment and end off uh, WrestleMania. She'll be holding both belts. They'll be unified. I don't know where they go from there. I hope Asuka gets a legit shot at being um, gets a legit shot at being the number one contender. And her and Becky Lynch have uh, great matches uh, on SmackDown. But besides that, I I don't know really what to expect from what to expect from that. I, I do think it's going to be a great like a great wrestling match. Ronda Rousey in the ring is amazing. On the mic, she's been pretty. She's been pretty weak, to say the least, but in the ring, she is incredible. Charlotte Flair, like I said earlier in the pod, she is, she's been very fun. Um, she's, she's, uh, she's great in the ring also, and Becky Lynch, another great competitor. So we know that this is going to be a fun one all around with, uh, this, with this match. I'm just excited to see Becky Lynch go in a different storyline against a different competitor and make this women's championship mean something. Not saying that Ronda Rousey and Charlotte Flair haven't, but Charlotte Flair just really got it so we can unify uh, the WWE championship. And Ronda Rousey has had a pretty good uh, good moments up to here. But Becky Lynch, I think she could take the women's division to another level. Uh, her and Asuka having great matches, or maybe we could see Naomi coming in uh, after Asuka because she's also, I think, an amazing competitor. It will be fun. But I'm very excited for this WrestleMania. Uh, it's been a fun weekend so far. NXT TakeOver was amazing. Uh, Johnny Gargano, Adam Cole in that 2 out of 3 uh, falls match. No complaints here. 5-star match. Don't know how a match is going to be able to top that uh, today or tonight in a couple of hours. But we'll see. If there's a match that I have to say is the match of the night for me, like I said, Kofi Kingston, Daniel Bryant. Somebody I'm excited to looking forward to see is if John Cena is going to be doing anything at this WrestleMania, and will we see Undertaker? I don't know. Hoping we do so because I'm not ready to see Undertaker go yet. But that's all. Go- that's going to do it for me, Mike, here on the one, two, three preview podcast of WrestleMania. We'll be back hopefully tomorrow. If not tomorrow, Wednesday is when we drop our episodes, and LQ and I will be back to recap everything from WrestleMania weekend, NXT Takeover. Uh, WrestleMania itself, the Monday Night Raw, the Tuesday Night SmackDown after WrestleMania, and where the WWE goes from here. Peace.